Welcome to the Apparel Entrepreneurship Podcast. We are your hosts, Anna and Klaus Christensen, founders of Apparel Entrepreneurship, your go-to source for running and growing a successful, meaningful apparel brand. Each episode will give you hands-on tactics and practical strategies about everything apparel entrepreneurship. You'll also hear inspiring conversation with apparel industry experts and entrepreneurs about their tips and journeys in this fast-paced industry. Hi there, Anna and Klaus Christensen here from Apparel Entrepreneurship. Thanks for listening in and tuning in today. Uh, today, Klaus and I are going to talk about a super important topic, and that's the biggest consumer group, 2020. So, Klaus. Well, I attended this e-commerce summit here in Sweden last week where we met up from the industry and we discussed what's going on now in the e-commerce area and also what's coming up. And one of the topics that we discussed was the largest consumer group coming up in 2020, and that's Generation Z. So what's Generation Z? Well, if we start from the beginning, or not just from the beginning, but first we have Generation X that we talk a lot about. That's where we belong. And that's typically... And we're 40. (laughs) Yes. We're 40. 40-ish. And Generation X, that's for people that are born from 1961 and typically up until 1985. And then after, for people born after 1985, they typically belong to the Generation Y, or they are also more known as Millennials. And the Generation Y continues until the mid-1990s, and that's when Generation Z takes over and starts. So typically when you talk about Generation Z, that's for people that are born from 1995, up until 2015. So some of these people, they are really, really young, and we don't know much about how they're going to consume, but we can see the behavior from these people that are in their 20s now and uh, how they're purchasing and behaving behaving online. Why we want to talk about this is, I mean, it doesn't matter, let's say your target customer is older or I don't know what your target customer is, but what's important is that you don't want your target customer to die out. (laughs) You want to keep your brand evolving. You want to keep your brand up to date. You want to, of course, to tap into the new generations. So today we're going to talk about and give you some tools. You're going to get some information on why this matters, on what their behaviors are, and what you should do and focus on already now to make this consumer group want to buy and to consume your products next year. And I mean, the Generation Z, they are at least as large as the millennials, if not larger. And when researching for this podcast, I looked into some numbers and I saw by 2000 or or in 2018, Generation Z, they controlled $200 billion in direct spending. But What's really interesting is that they also influence more than $600 billion in spending of their parents. So this uh, consumer group is really influential since they control their own spendings, but also the older generation that have even more spending power. And Generation Z, they behave in a slightly different way than the Millennials and the Generation X. 
And one thing is just how used they are to mobile devices and spending time online. And some stats are that they are checking their mobile phone every third minute. And in average, they touch, tap, swipe, or click on their phone 2,600 times per day. And they're also, they're not that patient. They have an average attention span of eight seconds. That's not that long. And then we'll come into the behavior. What's interesting is that they are getting immune to sponsored products and ads. They, by now, they know that influencers get paid to talk about a product or a service. So they already have their guard up when it comes to this. And it becomes much more important to know what their friends think and what their community think about a product. So they speak to their friends first, and then they look into what uh, influencers or ads say. But it, it's kind of, they just skip through them. They, they don't even care. And another thing is that uh, they want things to be convenient. They just want things to be fast. Again, their attention span is super, super fast. And so they just don't care. They want things to be sorted out and fairly quickly. And yeah, convenience comes before the brand. Uh, yes, I know we've talked about how important brands are and Still, for many people, to have a solid brand and values and mission statement and all that and to build a community, that's super, super strong. But you have to be aware that many of these guys do prefer convenience over brand. And you need to be ready for it. You need to be prepared and you need to know what to do in order to tap into both those that want convenience over brand and also the ones that will prefer your brand and your values and all that, including your product. So what we can see is that they are prepared to pay for convenience. This is something that brings value to them. And what you also have to remember is when we say that they care more about convenience over brand is that for this group, we can only look at the ones that are older because the younger ones born in 2015, we don't really know how they're going to behave online and purchase it. So we can have some qualified guesses of their purchase behavior. But typically, as Anna said, they are more interested in the convenience. What's interesting also about this consumer group is that they might live in a world or culture that's typically different from, from us. They, they may, may not even drive their own car. They, they may not even need a driver's license in the future. They might need services for this. And they might grow up in a world where you can uh, 3D print your own weapons. It's just a different world that comes around. I mean, look at Uber, look at Airbnb, people and the rental market. That's how, that's the future. And also, who's going to make the decisions for them to purchase? It's services or in tools like Google Home and Alexa might be more important when it comes to making the decisions. So they might go in and just ask Google Home or Alexa, I want to buy a pair of pants. And then they ask back, okay, so you want uh, cheap pants or high-quality pants? And you answer both, okay, and Alexa makes the decision. So what, are, what is Alexa going to base that decision on? That's... Uh, Up to you uh, to, to feed, feed Alexa, to feed Google with their information. So Alexa can make a good choice, preferably make your choice. So again, we talked about how little patience they have. They want things to happen quickly. Another stat that we found when researching for this podcast was that 
still around 40% of Generation Z want to go to a brick and mortar store. And this is more interactional or or I don't know what the what the right word is. They want to feel the product, they want to see the product, they want to fit the product. They want to maybe even take a selfie in the fitting room with the product. So it's more of a it's not just about the product, but it's an entire experience for them. So that's why it's extremely important that retail is set up in a way that it's not just about the product, it's more of an experience. And also, it's more than a product, since for this generation, it's really important to care about the environment and their future. So they are going to care about how the products are made and who have made them and how, and also how it's all packaged and delivered. All these aspects of your brand and products and how you deliver it is going to become more and more important when Generation Z is taking over. Remember, these guys have super little patience. If a delivery takes too long, they, I mean, they're not going to like it. If you say in your delivery terms, yeah, it's going to arrive tomorrow or in two days and it doesn't, the whole internet is going to know about it. Yeah, then you're going to hear, you know, Carl underscore 98, he's going to be out there and he's going to tell them, you know, this one is late. So you have to work with it. You have to work with their uh, expectations and just, you know... Maybe deliver on what you promise. And just to give you some more statistics about Generation Z, they're, and I'm making air quotes now, the sober generation, they want to be in full control. They're optimistic and they're driven about their personal ambitions and they're super pragmatic. And again, they want to be in control. They don't want any surprises or they don't want anyone else to make the decision for them. They want to, to drive the, the decision. They're also ethnically diverse. This generation is likely the last in America with a Caucasian majority. And they're also savers and not big spenders at all. Think about the reselling markets and the rental markets. All that is all new and they're growing because of this, this generation. And they're also an on-demand generation. They have skipped the TV and the desktop PC and laptops, and they're mostly using their mobile devices. And they're really, I mean, since they've grown up with this, they're so used to using the tools online. So they're expert online researchers and shoppers. Typically, that's where they get all their information from. To, before they make a purchase. They go online, they search, they see what their friends talk about. They also go into YouTube and check videos, what's the re reviews, tests, and so forth. So you need to have a presence in there when you're gonna reach this generation. And this generation is also very big on sustainability and natural materials and all things organic and uh, reused and repurposed. So that's why it's very important for you to, if you're not already, uh, in, if you haven't already introduced sustainability in your brand, you kind of have to. Step by step, a little bit, we have, uh, I know one of our episodes was about sustainability, so go back and listen to that if you haven't already. But sustainability, and it's not only about the material you're using or that you're using ethical manufacturing. No, it's, a, it's about the entire package, how you package the products, what you, how you manufacture it, what materials you're using, how you're shipping. It's about everything. Yes, absolutely. Go back and check that uh, podcast episode. 
because for different people, sustainability can mean different things, and you want to see what's important to you and also what can be and also what can be important just to your uh, target customers that you're selling to. Yeah, so the sustainability podcast is number four. So go back and listen to it. Yeah, and also this generation, they are, of course, used to, since they use their mobile devices, they are used to mobile payments, and that's how they pay. And they may not be that used to see cash. I would say it's the same for me today. I I never carry cash. I just use use my cards and online payments all the time, so I barely recognize the new bills that are coming out. And also they're career-focused. They're really ready to work hard, and they think for themselves. They don't like to be micromanaged, and they want to pursue new opportunities. And, yeah, they they want to grow, and they're into, you know, uh, self-development and all that, and want to kind of a little bit of go-getters. And another thing that's really big for Generation Z is diversity and inclusivity and equality and and non-discrimination and all that. Super, super important. No one wants to be left out. And now it's more important than ever. It's going to be really interesting to see how this consumer group purchases. We presented this in an earlier podcast episode on how many people make purchases on Amazon. And I can bring up up these numbers again because it's going to be interesting to see the the follow-up with Generation Z. And today, around 41% of U.S. consumers, they receive one to two packages from Amazon per week. And if you just look at the millennials, that number goes up up to 57%. Around... Close to 60% of millennials in the U.S. receive one to two packages from Amazon per week. That's a a staggering number. And fashion is either number one or number two when it comes to products sold. So, Anna, what can we do to reach and engage with this uh, Generation Z and to, to be able to connect with them? First, you have to think beyond Facebook. They're not that much into Facebook. It is important, but it's not really as important as YouTube. YouTube, that's where they go. They go to YouTube to check, you know, uh, details and reviews. And they might also check Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. So these are preferred to Facebook. And I think also you need to really think about omnichannel in the words real meaning, meaning when you're in a store, for example, a physical store, the customers need to be able to connect to you online. You have to connect the the online experience with the physical experience. So when they're in the store, they should should somehow be able to connect to your website, to your information, maybe a social part of your brand. This is where you really need to focus. They have their cell phones and also the other way around. That's how they will find your physical store. They typically go in and search online first to find it and then they go to your store to find it. And so... Of course, you have to have a great online store and website. And yes, you do need to be present on Instagram and social media. Again, you guys know we talked about this 
uh, many times in the podcast and on the blog about the seven touch points, which is you need to have seven touch points for your customer to find you. So one might be your website, second might be Instagram, third it might be Facebook, fourth it might be YouTube, etc., etc. So come up with seven touch points where your customer can get in touch with you. And also, already today, reviews and ratings, they are increasingly important for a brand. We talked about this earlier. This is how this generation are making, is making decisions. Let's listen to their friends. So I think you also need to listen to this generation when they give you feedback and reviews. Don't just use them as stats, but what are they actually saying? What can you improve? Because they are typically eager to tell you what's working and what's not. So listen to the feedback from this group. And of course, in the future, I think uh, ratings and reviews, that's going to be as important or probably more important than it is today. Because these guys are used to giving constructive feedback and quickly and in short forms. So you just have to listen. And of course, the next step after that is you have to ask them if you want to get the feedback. So make it a habit, do polls, do tests, just reach out to them on all platforms, on your website, in your email, on Instagram with DMs. Ask them for the feedback, for their feedback. And also when you listen, this is a huge data bank for you with information where you can improve your products, how you can make things better with your brand, how you can contact and reach them better, and just make sure that you give them the products that they want to buy and that they want to pay for. And since these these guys are so used to all the social and all the platforms, when they do give you great feedback, they kind of almost expect to be praised for it. So don't be shy. If someone gives you a great review, just highlight it and say, thanks, da-da-da-da-da, uh, for your awesome review, and thanks, do-do-do-do-do, for the great comment or whatever. Just make sure that they know that you appreciate their feedback. And since the most important information they have or, or, or source of information that's their friends or their community make sure you participate in their community or, or even create your own community and invite them into it because it's so important what they share tell their friends about socialize online and you can also involve them you can have service and polls in this community and all this builds confidence for your brand and your products and you here again you need to be honest and transparent about what you do because this generation will see just right through it and because they're so fast with their purchases and because everything goes so fast they're just swiping by your pictures are incredibly important so i know that you guys might like text you might like to write long blog posts long emails but do think about the images that you're using especially in your uh, on your online shop have detailed pictures have great front and back pictures even on yourself if you're whenever you're talking about yourself or whatever you think. And when you talk about your brand, use image always because images are extremely important. Of course, you should write really good content as well, but do not forget about the images. And also, I don't know if you have kids, but if you know people in Generation Z, what are they watching? 
YouTube. So that's where their eyes are today. We don't know the platform tomorrow, but it, this also tells you the importance of film and videos to communicate to this group. And also today, that's what we see. If you're not using videos and film today, you're getting behind. So remember, you don't have to be an expert or you have put this on an award-winning level, your films, but just use film as a medium to reach out to them. That's how they take in information and uh, typically also what they look at before making purchases. And also, whatever small videos you can have, do put them on YouTube because when people go into YouTube, they go there with an intent. They want to search. It's a search engine. So they go and search for something. And if they find you, you link them back to your website and your products. So whatever, if it's product videos, if it's brand videos, if it's inspirational videos, whatever you have, put them on YouTube. And since we've been talking about their patience and their attention their span. Their lack of patience. <laughs> lack of patience <laughs> and uh, their attention span being only around eight seconds. We can just imagine that you can't have information and videos and pictures and takes that are too static. So since they always want constant feed from you, they use... Instagram stories, use Instagram live and show them behind the scenes, talk about your brand, your vision, your mission, all that, and just bring them in on your, on your, your journey. And for many people, when they see you every day, you become like their friends. So they kind of crave information from you constantly. And you want to be top of mind when it comes to certain products. And you can only do this when you constantly show up. I know it can be a lot. And I know while being on all these social platforms, it can be a lot and it does take time. Yes, but you can batch content things and you can, it doesn't have to do, you don't have to post, you know, 20 minutes. It can be a couple of seconds. It can be one minute. You can just say, hi guys, good morning. Today I'm working on. Now I'm going to get my coffee at. Blah, 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 blah. So it doesn't have to take that long. You just have to, to bring them in on your journey. And also, if you're not too comfortable putting yourself out there, remember, you don't have to start with, like for us here, with a podcast. Now we're out there and <laughs> exposed. You can start with the stories. The functionality just allows you to be out there for 24 hours and then you're gone. So no one will see you after that. So that's a good way to start putting yourself out there with these new functionalities. And someone asked us, well, how about I don't feel comfortable doing it? And actually, no one does. No one feels comfortable the first time they, they show their face live on on YouTube or but you just have to do it step by step little each day and then you'll get comfortable with it someone told me you're talking to your mom on on FaceTime right and I went yeah I do well it's kind of the same thing you pretend that you're talking to your mom so the internet is your mom pretend that you're the whole internet is your mom and you're just talking to your friend or to your mom or dad or whatever that's when it's going to be easy. You don't have to, to make it so hard. Just show up and that's it and you will improve. No one's perfect the first time they do it. And another way to connect with Generation Z, it's the same way that functions well today. It's for you as a brand to connect with other businesses and brands that have the same values and the same target group. So if you just look around to see other brands that 
that are not competing, but have complementing products to you and your brand. And you reach out to them and you collaborate with these uh, brands and you leverage uh, them through YouTube and Instagram and other platforms. You kind of use or take advantage of the trust that those brands have built. And also they can take advantage of the trust that you have built with the audience. And together you can reach a wider audience. So just to recap, Generation Z is going to be the largest consumer group in 2020. And they are typically born from 1995 to 2015. As we mentioned, since so many of these people are still young and we can't see their consumer behavior yet, we have to make qualified guesses. We can see how the older ones in this generation are behaving. To recap just again what we've said, how you're going to reach Generation Z and connect with them. First of all, it, everything just starts online. That's how they act today. They have their mobile devices. They use them every third minute. They're used to uh, online searches. They're used to online payments, to finding information online, socialize with other people worldwide online. So you also have to be online to reach them. And keep the content short. Offer bite-sized content. And always, always, always be visual. And also, when you do video, you should put words and sentences to it. Just, like, text what you're saying. So if they're sitting on the subway or they're in a meeting, they can still read what you're putting in the video. And you should use video a lot in almost everything that you do. And also... Embrace peer reviews and engage and encourage those because... Because that's how they socialize. They use these reviews and comments online and that's what they check. So just embrace it, as Anna said, because that's the way they act and you can't get away from it. If you can make things personalized do because they prefer that and they like that uh, and experience matters a lot again it kind of ties into the personalization and mobile is always first uh, whatever you do make sure that your website and everything that you put out is easily readable on the mobile first and that you can easily click and find everything on a mobile device this generation is the future so obviously the future is very important important to them. So think about sustainability. This generation is going to be heard when it comes to sustainability. Just think about uh, Greta Thunberg. Her voice is being heard. That's the young generation coming up. And be authentic. They don't like any, you know, fake stuff and they don't like any gimmicks. So be authentic. Speak from the heart. Bring them behind the scenes. Tell them, you know, the ups and the downs and just be honest about things. And also use these functionalities as stories and lives that that's becoming more important today. Also, the bandwidth on mobile devices allows for this to happen. So it shows transparency and honesty about your business and company. And they, again, their attention span is eight seconds. You have to be fast. Slow tech loses. Uh, and just make sure you save them time on everything. That everything is like one click away, not 10, 15, 20 clicks. And that's interactive and that you guide them on what you want them to do. And for this generation also, the purpose of your brand and your mission vision, 
those things are really important. So make sure you incorporate maybe higher purposes into your company and business that they can take part in. And yeah, that was your bullet list. Hope this episode was uh, inspirational and it was an eye-opener for you and hope we gave you a couple of tips that you can implement. And yes, tag us. And when you listen to this episode, tag us and put it on social. Let us know what you want to implement. Let us know what you think. And just, yeah, let us, you know, know that you're listening and we really appreciate you taking the time to listen. We're giving you virtual high five now and please go into the facebook group we have a free facebook group called apparel entrepreneurship friends just search for it on facebook and we would like to hear your take on generation z what do you think is going to happen how do you think you're going to reach out to them how do you think they're going to behave and also if you are this generation please Tell us, does this make sense? Does this resonate with you? Have we missed anything? What would matter to you to buy or what would matter to you? What do you think is important? Well, that was it for today. And remember, we will be publishing a new Apparel Entrepreneurship podcast every week. So make sure you listen to us next week as well. We really appreciate you taking your time to listen. So bye for now. Have a great day and speak to you next week. Bye. Bye.